thanks for taking the time to do this. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, it's my pleasure. I'm talking with Katie Wood of of Hail Collective. Um, thank you again for uh, for I being here. You're not here, but you know here in this space that we're creating online. Um, <laughs> um, so um, before we really dig in, can I ask um where the name Hail comes from? Yeah. Um. So with the name Hail, we were thinking about health and wellness. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking up the etymology of the word health. Um, and from the Proto-Germanic, it comes from the same root as hail. Um, and hail is also like a, like a greeting from a distance, like to hail a cab or to hail somebody down. Um, oh, gotcha. yeah. And so with the themes of like distance and wellness, um, it kind of made sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, what would you say uh, is like the just the overall mission of this project? Um, Hail Collective exists for promoting equity and sound and information. And what that means to us is creating a platform that has the ability to be expressive and creative and also to produce and promote information regarding contemporary events and issues specifically around coronavirus, but also um, things that are neglected or underreported in mainstream corona media. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I one thing I'd kind of wondered about was, um, I guess, a, a catalyst for for getting this project off the ground. Was this something that you had maybe thought about doing before just I I think I hear from a lot of people that and we're seeing a lot of evidence of the fact that um you know there's so many problems uh within our society that have been a problem for such a long time and now that now that um kind of our our usual ways of doing things are not sustainable at the moment like it's just really kind of bringing to the fore problems that have already been there for a long time so I guess I was wondering if this is something that you had thought about doing before and the pandemic um was just a catalyst for it or yeah um um, I think that the idea of a collective working in sound as a creative medium is something that I was moving towards anyway Mm -hmm. and um, like a lot of systemic and infrastructural breakdown that we're seeing has been catalyzed by the coronavirus but was maybe definitely already occurring anyway. This is sort of like a build up that was I I feel that I was approaching in my work and in my approach to my creative practice um, that was sort of catalyzed by um, the crisis at hand, um, for me personally, you know, and, um, I think that, um, I can't speak for anybody, but I think that my collaborators would, um, maybe say something similar in terms of a crisis situation or a catastrophe being a a way and a reason for us to reach out to each other, um, to co-produce, um, something that feels like a seed and something that feels like 
uh, can be carried through um, and something that has the promise of being able to facilitate the building of a future that is livable and workable and survivable um, through creativity and through expression and through information. Yeah. So from that from that standpoint, then, are you hoping to or I mean, I don't know how much you've thought about this, but um, or if you're kind of focusing on what's happening right now. But mm-hmm. um, from that standpoint, are you hoping to maybe continue doing this, you know, beyond the scope of the pandemic and um, hopefully continue conversations that have only just started as a result of it? Yes, definitely. I mean, I feel like um, that's kind of the whole point, you know, like right now is to be building something that can and will last and something with some longevity, you know. And I think that the long haul perspective is something that we all need to be focusing on in terms of even like our like daily habits or like basic infrastructure that we have around our lives and like what survival is or means or feels like to us um, that... uh, you know, making something work for like the next two weeks um, is not enough. And we need to be yeah. thinking in a larger scope than that. So, yeah, I, I'm hoping that this project will be part of that like perspective shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, specifically when it comes to um, like types of audio content that you guys are trying to work with, um what all are you looking for? What are you trying to work with? Yeah, that's a great question. We've received a lot of different kinds of submissions that are all totally great and we will definitely use um, at some point. Our first episode focuses on the current crisis that incarcerated people are facing in Illinois and elsewhere in the U.S. And if that's a concern that folks have, uh, which it should be, then I would encourage them to call the governor's office. And the phone number for that is 312-814-2121 to demand mass release and decarceration in the name of public health and safety. And the other phone number to call is State's Attorney Kim Fox, 312-603-1880, 312-603-1880 to demand decarceration in the name of public health and safety. Uh, That episode did not use any of our submissions. And so I think that what we're finding is that we'll be producing a wide variety of things and collaborating collaborating and working with a, a range of different folks and different groups and entities. And what we're really hoping to do is just lift up what needs to be lifted up. and that includes like music and sounds and personal stories and perspectives and um, a- anything that um, connects us to that sense of interconnectedness and that sense of longevity that, that we can co-create. So it's really pretty wide open right now. Um, in terms of our, our call for submissions, it's ongoing. So if folks hearing this are thinking, I have something that I really want to share, and it's a recording that I made of my cats purring, or it's a meditation that I wrote and I want to share, or it's a story from me or my friend or loved one who's a healthcare worker or works at a grocery store or is a delivery driver or works for Amazon, 
any of those things I think um, are a hundred percent valid and definitely things that we want to be part of our platform um, and if it's not one of those things and you want to share it too then send it um, and we'll yeah. listen yeah um, yeah it sounds like anything that kind of provides more perspective for people and connects people more and and that sort of thing um so talking about um talking about this in terms of episodes are you releasing this as like a podcast or what what kind of platform are you trying to put this out on it is definitely a fluid platform and i have a Mm -hmm. feeling that what we deem or name as episodes will have this totally floating range of anywhere from like three to five minutes to like one to two hour like power mixes um Mm -hmm. and so it's really like kind of a broad scope project um yeah so the term episode is definitely something that we use loosely um yeah I one thing I'm wondering just because this is a a collective I know probably the term collective also refers somewhat to the fact that it's many different kinds of people submitting to you guys and that in itself is a collective but also um can I ask how many of you are who are sort of accepting these submissions and having to process all of this information yeah um I'd say right now our core group is um about four folks strong and then we have at least another two or three producers that are elsewhere that are producing content um that we're like mixing and assembling into like some sort of episode story form um mm-hmm. yeah are are most of you um at least somewhat involved in local music or is it kind of a mix of people from really different backgrounds I would say that we in terms of our core group or even our more expanded group I would say that we all would say yes we're involved in local music in one form or another Mm -hmm. um whether or not we're musicians or like supporters or um sound artists um Mm -hmm. yeah I think that um that that local music and that scene is um part of what we're doing gotcha okay gotcha um if any if there's anything but i know it it sounds like this is still a pretty wide open and and fluid kind of project right now um so i don't want (laughs) to i'm not trying to force you to like pin anything down right now but um i guess i was just wondering if there's if there's anything specific that you want or multiple specific things that you want people to take away from this project, like that you want them to get out of it for lack of a better way to put it. Um, what, what might that be? I hope that for listeners and participants that this project can be a sense of connection, um, a source of information. And, uh, I would say in my dream world, the, something like this would be a catalyst um, for folks to produce their own networks or build their own collectives that meet whatever need that they're perceiving that they have that they could um, collectively fulfill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, can uh, Can I ask you personally, like in terms of like how you're 
you as a musician, as a Chicagoan, just generally, um, as how you're processing and, and coping with this pandemic on a daily basis? Yeah, I mean, it's been really challenging. Um, I think a lot of people would say that. And the situation is that uh, there are good days and bad days. And um, yesterday was more challenging. Yesterday was really hard. Today I woke up feeling better. Um, So it just kind of goes back and forth. And I try to just like be with it as it's changing. Um, And I think that as somebody with mental illness that's something that does feel very typical for me in terms of managing day-to-day levels of anxiety stress and depression um of course this is like a much more severe scenario but um you know there are new coping strategies that I'm facing as well as like new stresses and symptoms of those stress that I'm facing too so it's kind of a combination of things and not everything that I have been doing has been working and you know coming up on the like 21 day mark in Chicago since shelter in place was issued uh, those things are starting to emerge now where it's like oh um, that coping mechanism that I have is actually not working and it's becoming yeah. really clear now that that's actually not working. Um, but this other one, this newer one is like maybe doing a little more, you know. So I know a lot of folks right now are like spending, you know, if, if they have resources like trying to build gardens or start um, growing food. And I think that connecting with the soil is and has always been um, a source of tremendous solace and also growth for people um all people you know and that's something that uh has been lost and forgotten i think a lot in an industrialized culture but it's something that we can learn from indigenous folks um from around the world and um so i would say that like gardening and um foraging and plant identification has been like a really meaningful um, very like specific tactic for me to focus on beings that are part of my ecology that are not human and um, learning from that from those relationships yeah yeah do you have any pets I don't have any pets um, yeah it's <laughs> a little sad I have some stuffed animals and there are some feral cats who live under my porch um, wow. who have grown closer to in these times, but, um, I don't have pets, uh, because as an artist, I do travel a considerable amount and it feels yeah. a little inconsiderate, um, for me to like invest in something like a pet, although now would maybe be a good time. Um, I know that a lot of yeah. folks are adopting right now. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's something that I've considered, but no, I don't at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're growing closer to the feral cats and into the all the, the plant life. Yeah. I feel like even just when I go for a walk and I see like little birds and little squirrels, it makes me kind of happy. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I have I have a pet rabbit, but um who I I'm very glad that I have her, but yeah, just uh somehow making a connection with non-people. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's very it's very comforting. Um yeah. Um, I definitely hear what I same I 
<laughs> I hear you with um, just kind of the day-to-day uh, kind of coping. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, when it comes to the Hale Collective, um, kind of the fruits of your labor, um, how, uh, what's some, can you provide people with some specific information in terms of uh, submitting material to you guys as well as um, literally how to access these new episodes? Yeah, so our first episode is up on our SoundCloud right now. It's soundcloud.com slash hail collective it's h-a-l-e collective um and we have an instagram as well instagram.com slash hail collective h-a-l-e and um hopefully more soon but that's where we're at right now and Mm -hmm. in terms of submitting materials um if people are listening and are like i have my mp3 or wave file ready to share um you can send those to collective.hail, H-A-L-E, at gmail.com. Um, and we will listen to them. And in ter- just in case people are, are worried, or, well, not worried isn't the right word, but uh, <laughs> um, in case people are wondering, uh, what kind of, do you, are you guys specific about format, about what people record with, that kind of thing? No. uh, In fact, we really encourage folks who have never recorded before, if you have access to a phone, a smartphone, um, smartphone recordings are great. Uh, If you have access to something else, then that is fine too. Um, In terms of digital format, mp3 or WAV file is great. Um, And uh, we accept any bitrate and any sample depth. So, um, or any sample rate in any bit depth. So, um, yeah. So, so, uh, I would say don't worry. Just, um, there's enough to worry about. Just send it. And if there's a problem, you know, we'll let you know, but it's probably fine. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Um, is there anything else that you would like people to know about this project? Um, it's important to know that we're a queer-centered and trans-led collective, and, um, part of our approach to equity is, um, is centering stories around immigrant justice, around health rights for prisoners, um, around access to reproductive justice and reproductive health care for, birthing people and people who need that access and um those are our values and um and uh and and I think that's um that's it (laughs) that's great excellent um thank you so much for talking to me about this um yeah, when I, I first heard about it, it, it just sounded to me like a really, really great, uh, positive thing. So um, I'm really excited that you're doing it. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're, we're excited too and appreciate you um, chatting with us. Oh, yeah, yeah of course.